The following podcast is part of the Club Kayfabe creative community. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch at CKCC Online for more great content just like this. Welcome to episode 34 of the J Bunny's Music Hub podcast. I'm your host, J Bunny. Well, after a, a quiet month of June due to uh, no interviews and not being able to set up any of the the round tables that I had wanted to, we're back with a new episode, uh, this time with Mark Morales from the band Sons of Texas. We had a really great time talking to Mark, not just about uh, what's going on with Sons of Texas, but also his involvement in Mark Morton from Lamb of God's solo album and tour that I actually saw earlier this year. Also, the uh, Sons of Texas guitarist Jess's uh, involvement, or or who knows now, with the new incarnation of Il Nino. I uh, really hope that you guys enjoy this episode. I really enjoyed doing it. Uh, Mark was a great dude to talk to, and uh, I hope to see those guys come again, uh, come through again soon. Uh, so without further ado, here's Mark. All right, what's up, everybody? It's Jay Bunny. I'm here again at Dingbats, sitting outside in a car. Clifton, New Jersey, and uh, today I have Mark Morales. With Mark Morales, ah, fuck me! I have Mark Morales with me from the band Sons of Texas. How you doing, man? Damn right, doing good, baby, doing good. All right, man. So uh, I first became aware of you uh, around 2015 when the song "Baptized in the Rio Grande" was getting radio play, but it appears that Sons of Texas formed in 2013. Yes. Can you tell me a bit about how the band formed and got to the point of releasing that album? Yeah, shit. Uh, I think we. It says, yeah, I think it says 2013. That's when we got our our, uh, our current drummer and bass player. But we had been, like, working stuff out since, like, maybe late 2011, something like that. Um, and, yeah, we, we came full circle with this lineup in 2013. And since then, dude, uh, shit, just, just gigging, man, like, nonstop. Uh, we didn't really do too many shows down south where we're from uh, just because... There's not really a crazy music scene way down south. Uh, we come from a place called McAllen, Texas, so it's 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 down there, man, right right above the fucking Mexican border. Okay. Um, but we did a lot of like out of town gigs, so we went up to San Antonio a lot, San Antonio, Austin, uh, Houston, Dallas, Fort Worth, uh, El Paso when we could, um, and yeah, we just kept active all across the state, man, and we. We got we got someone's attention, man, and I for, fucking forget his name, but it was at a local show. The guy actually had connections with um, with someone that was, uh, I think, one of the venues for South by Southwest. I don't know if you're familiar with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I've never been, but... Huge fucking festival down in Austin, Texas. Um, it happens every year, and just every year it's just an overwhelming amount of just music and different artists and... There's a whole, just different types of labels and our people, fucking crazy man. The works, we played there one time at uh, South by Southwest. This one place called the I think it was called the Aquarium, some little fucking hole in the wall bar. We played there with our former lineup, and uh, we caught the eye of uh, this A and R guy named Shane Wells, and he uh, worked for uh, Red Bull Records at the time. Um, kept in touch we were invited again in 2013 
South by Southwest, this time with Mike and Nick, our new, you know, our drummer and our bass player. And uh, he was just fucking blown away. It just, I guess it just sounded just exponentially tighter <laughs> with these two brothers, man, with these dudes. And yeah, took us out for drinks. Hey, man, like, I, I want to see if I can get you guys a deal, yada, yada. Well, in short, man, he fucking, uh, he did what he could, but the, the higher ups, they were like, hey, man, like, uh, these guys don't really have a lot of experience under their belts. You know, no touring, no merchandising, no fucking fan base. And so he passed on our fucking demo to, like, to several people. And it landed in the hands of, um, of uh, our now attorney, Eric German. And, uh, yeah, he was the one that contacted people and got in touch with Mike Gitter, head A&R for Razor and Tie Records. And then, shit, about a month or two later, we were signed to Razor and Tie. So it was, it's weird how it all kind of... But that was all within a span of, like... Maybe about four or five months, something like that. Wow. But yeah, it all came together pretty fucking quick, man. But uh, yeah, dude, that's that's how it's that's how it happened, man. <laughs> now, were you? Uh, when did you start playing music? And you uh, were you in any other bands before Sons of Texas? Yeah, yeah, I was in a shit before Sons of Texas. I was in like this. Uh, I guess it was like a thrash metal kind of band called Machete. Down, down, yeah, down, down at. Uh, <laughs> down at home uh it was called machete and i was in that band shit i'd say about two maybe three years before that i was in my first band called solarium and i was must have been about 16 17 years old oh wow and that one was like a i don't know we were very uh you know it was like the early 2000s so there was a lot of the uh, the kill switch yeah you know the kill switch uh shit what else was was all I remember is just being so influenced by Killswitch Engage, and that's kind of like what we wanted to sound like, dude. That whole like New England sound, yeah, you know? yeah. And so yeah, we were trying our best. So it was a bunch of like, uh, you know, abrasive vocals on the verses, and then it would you know go into the cl- super clean like heavenly vocals, yeah, 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 for the choruses, yeah, something like that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I had my fair share of. I mean, I. I was in another band for a little while, dude, but we only kind of, like, jammed, you know, in our home space. Nothing yeah. really happened. You know what, though? In fact, it's weird. I started my my very, very first band experience was getting ready to do a Battle of the Bands at my high school. And that was with Nick and Mike, these two dudes. <laughs> yeah. they. I knew their older brother because we had, a, like, a math class or some shit. He came in with a guitar one day acoustic guitar and I started singing along to it I think he was playing Creed if I'm not mistaken <laughs> and he fucking dug it he's like dude let's do this battle of the bands and I, I didn't even really know this dude you know I was like dude I'm down and he goes my little brothers Mike and Nick they play and we already got a band pretty much wow. and I was like fuck let's do it and that's when I met these two kids Mike must have been about 13 Nick must have been shit 14, 15 something like that I was 16 at the time. It was weird, man. But yeah, that was my very first experience. We did a Battle of the Bands like 2003 or 2004, something like that. And we won. Wow. <laughs> and we had just fucking formed like maybe a month before that, you know, just rehearsed and we played a Mudvayne cover. Nice. So nice. yeah, everyone was fucking, whoa, <laughs> tripped out, dude. I miss that band. Dude. Although, you know, I, hell yeah, it's still going strong, but I, I miss Mudvayne. Dude, I, fu- dude. Mudvayne was my shit, dude, for a while. I mean, still, I we still put on the records, man. Especially those first, like, two or three records. God damn, dude. Love them. 
so you guys released uh, Baptized in the Rio Grande in 2015, and then about two years later, you released your second album, Forged by Fortitude. Yeah. Uh, the title of the first album is somewhat self-explanatory, because yes. you guys are all from Texas, but how did you come up with the title for the second album? Uh, that was more of a... Shit, man. We were kind of... We had felt the grind, like... I guess we were pretty naive to think that after we got on our on our first record label, on our, like, you know, we were like, shit, that's it. You know, you know we're, we're done. We're, we've made it, you know? But really, it was like... It was when the fucking the real work set in, yeah, you yeah. know? The, uh, the endless amounts of driving and touring and touring and touring and just playing and playing. You know, it took a toll, man, but, you know, we learned so much... You know, it was kind of like a reflective, uh, like, retrospect kind of like, shit, man. Like, you know, we've been through a lot this past, you know, two years or whatever. And so, you know, I think Jesse said it fucking best. He's like, man, you could either be forged by the fire or burnt by the fire. And we were, you know, we were really just fucking... It, it, it made us into, like, the musicians and the the tight camp we are today, man. And, you know, we were fortified. And uh, it was just a play on words. Like, oh, shit, forged by fortitude, man. Let's... They were like, yeah, it sounds fucking good, man. Rings off, you know, it kind of rolls off the fucking tongue pretty good. And we just, we dug it. We yeah. dug it. And I was like, dude, that's that's just it, man. Fuck it. Let's not try too hard about fucking <laughs> titling this next record. So we went we went for uh, Forged by Fortitude, baby. All right. So there was two, like I said, there was two years in between the first and second record. It's now been almost two years since yes. the second record. Do you guys have anything else that, on the way now? Well, we got new songs definitely uh, in the works. Um, as far as recording, I'm not just yet. You know, this past year has been a little, uh, a little bit of a hiccup, man. Not, not really much, dude. We, uh, you know, we're going through some transitions as far as like management and and labels and whatnot. So that kind of, you know, it, it kind of gave us a somewhat of a of a backseat. But to, in all honesty, man, we had been touring so much that we really needed last year you know we really needed those you know few months to kind of like collect ourselves all of us pretty much have families right and uh you know my my personal life my uh my wife is is doing nursing school okay so it's very very taxing on her and just she's just always gone man she's always you know studying and doing shit like that and i guess it kind of it kind of was in a way a blessing in disguise man i was able to pull my weight as far as you know being a parent and like so i'm i was doing full-time daddy duty man just always with the kids but yeah and also you know i was able to to pick up on another thing that i've always wanted to do which was tattooing okay so with those few months uh our guy gabriel he's a guy manning uh the merch behind the merch he's a fucking hell of a tattoo artist and he's always told me these past few years hey man why don't you ever pick it up because he's seen like you know i can throw down on pen and paper you know but uh, he's always told me, hey, you know, have you ever thought of doing tattoos? I'm like, I thought of it, man, but I never had the time. Right. But since I had these, you know, these few months to kind of like, you know, play daddy duty for a fucking, for a spell, I went ahead and did it, man, because I had some time on my hands, you know? So now it's cool. You know, I get to go home. When I'm not touring, I get to like book, you know, tattoos. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's supplemental income. You know what I mean? That and I, you know, I paint, I draw, I do so much other stuff like that <laughs> in the <laughs> art realm. Yeah. But yeah, dude, that, that's kind of like uh, everything in a nutshell within the past few months. But again, to reiterate, yes, we've got new music. Uh, in fact, we're going home after this tour. Our producer, Josh Wilbur, he's going to be flying down. We're going to be doing some more pre-production, some more songs. Hopefully maybe two or three more songs to put in the bag. And yeah, man, hopefully, you know, by the end of the year, we'll, you know, we'll have a fucking brand new 
brand spanking new Sons of Texas record. Outstanding. Hell yes. So, in addition to Sons of Texas, uh, we were talking before I turned the recorder on, you also sang on the songs Blur and Imaginary Days on Lamb of God guitarist Mark Morton's solo album, Anesthetic. How did you get involved in that project? Dude, oh man. Um, so, I remember hearing these songs at very first time we were in Europe in 2016, bro. So, I'm like, fuck. Anytime I, every time I hear the record, I think of like, you know, just being in Europe, man. It's cr- so crazy. And that's when Josh, uh, we share the same producer, uh, Lamb of God and Sons. We share uh, Josh Wilbur as a producer. And he contacted me. He goes, hey, would you ever consider singing on this record? I'm like, dude, of course. It's Mark <laughs> Morton. And then so the record came out, man, like, uh, in March of this year. And it, he turns out, it turns out that he wanted to tour his, his solo thing. And at the time, you know, we were pretty dormant. You know, yeah, again, yeah. We, were, you know, we weren't really doing much. He contacts me, Mark Morton, I guess got my number through Josh, and uh, he calls me up one night and he goes, hey man, Mark Morales, he calls everybody by their first last name, Mark Morales, you want to be my singer, bro? And I'm like, holy shit, dude. And I was just, I was dumbfounded, I'm like, dude, it's fucking Mark Morton on the phone, dude. Uh, And dude, honestly, like I was saying before, man, a split second where I was like, dude, I don't know if I can do this, honestly, because there's so many kick-ass artists, right, kick-ass right, right. fucking singers on this thing. I don't know if I could ever do them justice, especially Chester Bennington. Right, right. Uh, fuck, man. If I was like, you know what, fuck it, dude. And I was like, dude, I'm down. Let's do it, man. And he sent me the fucking record soon after, and I had been, I had been listening and listening to the record, just fucking trying to memorize them and... I think it was about a month before we even started the tour when I started, like, singing in my car, in the shower, like, trying to hit these fucking notes, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took a little bit of conditioning uh, for my vocals, man, because, like I said, I mean, I had to fucking, I had to sing songs like, <laughs> I mean, Josh Todd from Buck Cherry was on it. Uh, who the fuck else? Jacoby from, uh, Papa from Papa Roach is on it. Uh, of course, Chuck Chester B- Bennington. Chuck Billy from Testament, right? Chuck Billy. Uh, dude, Miles Kennedy. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ, how the fuck am I going to pull this off? <laughs> but yeah, I did it, man. And, you know, there was some minor adjustments I did, like on the live setting, just because I couldn't, you know, I we have totally different vocal ranges. Right, right. But it, it, it went well, man. And fucking Mark, every night, Mark made it a point, hey, dude, fucking hell of a show. He fucking shook my hand. He's like, I fucking thanks so much for being a part of this. I'm like, dude, thank you, man. You yeah. know, it just it meant a lot. And to be honest, like, that opened so many other doors for Sons of Texas now because, you know, uh, it, it, it seems to me like we're, you know, we're, we're now in close uh, contact with uh, Spine Farm Records and, and now, like, 5B Entertainment, which is um, their management company. So it's like, you know, kind of everything kind of figured itself out, man. Right, it's right. like, so now I'm, like, connecting the dots with, with you know, some of his resources and it's... It's, it was a, it was a blessing, man. You know, again, it's it's kind of worked out in, in a strange way, you know. But uh, but yeah, dude, fucking Mark Morton, man, hell of a dude, hell of a guitar player, and uh, shit, man. I shit hands down, he's fucking he's one of the greatest people I've met, dude, in my small and humble career. <laughs> it's been great, man. Awesome guy. Well, that's awesome. So you mentioned uh, Miles Kennedy. Now, 
Slash had a similar solo album, yeah. you know, way back when that had all guest band members, guest singers and everything. And then when he wanted to tour it, he put this band together. Yeah. Miles Kennedy was the singer. Fucking and then they wound up running with that as a band. Was there any talk of, of you know, the Mark Morton live band of like, hey, let's make this a band in our free time? Well, I mean, shit, the small, I mean, we didn't really talk much about it, man. But from from what I get from Mark, like, he, he really, really enjoyed that the one month that we did that tour yeah he really enjoyed it and he's called me a couple times now to do acoustic sets i did an acoustic set at the zippo sessions uh fuck, what is it called sonic temple fest yeah yeah ohio we did that he flew me up i did that shit uh then i he fucking flew me to fucking download oh wow two weeks ago and we did an acoustic set there at download fest and that was fucking incredible and every time dude he's like Man, we got to do some more of this shit. Maybe when uh, once Lamb kind of slows down yeah. with the tour, they're doing fucking festivals and shit. Like, they're nuts, man. Their fucking schedule's so crazy. Right. Well, they've been doing a lot of touring with, yeah. with Slayer lately too. Exactly. So he goes, yeah, man. Maybe as soon as fucking Lamb slows down, dude. Maybe we can do you know a string of shows. Maybe we can do some more. And I'm like, dude, I'm down. So whenever fucking Mark, you know, calls me out, dude, shit, I'm I'm ready to fucking throw down for him, man. That's Definitely. awesome, dude. Definitely. So, uh, speaking of touring, uh, I mentioned also before, and, and you actually you remembered me from I saw you in 2015. You guys played at the Stanhope House with Trapped. Yeah, I did. And uh, and that that show, that particular show, had gotten a lot of attention on the internet because the Trapped vocalist Chris Taylor Brown got into a verbal altercation oh with one of the local bands. I remember. And. In an interview after the fact with Loudwire, he said that the altercation was over merch table space, and he was trying to get you guys space for your merch, which I was not aware. I was at that show and wasn't aware that any of that had happened until after I had left, but I didn't know that it was particularly... I knew it was a merch thing, but I didn't know it was for you guys. <laughs> I guess it worked out okay because you guys did have merch space. Yes. I bought I bought stuff from you at that show. Yes. Chris got some sort of backlash online about not liking local bands and that's or some silly nonsense like that. I was just wondering that be, because you guys were sort of involved, did you guys get any shit from anybody on the internet about that whole thing? Not really, man. Not really. It, all it did is really just kind of like bring our name, you know, in the limelight for a little while, you know. But no, we didn't get we didn't catch any heat from that at all, man. But I think yeah, what would, what had happened was the uh, one of the local bands kind of like took precedence and kind of said, "Well, this is our area where we said, and I, it was like a pretty elaborate, like fucking setup, like, and it took up a lot of space. Right, right. And it just, it sucks because, like, you know, like the touring bands, we rely so much on merch, man. Yeah, and it yeah. kind of, it was kind of like, it wasn't kosher on their yeah. part. And yeah, so we kind of, we kind of tried to kind of figure something out with them. And once that didn't happen, we kind of, you know, we told uh, Trap's tour manager, and that's kind of how it goes. Like, you got to go to the fucking headlining band and say, hey, look, this is kind of what we're dealing with. Yeah. And I guess Chris took it upon himself to kind of, you know, figure shit out. But <laughs> I think it could have been handled a little better. Right, yeah. But uh, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, much love to Chris Brown. He fucking, Chris Taylor Brown, I'm sorry. But, uh, you know, he was he was pulling for us. He helped us out. But, yeah, it could have been, it could have been uh, dealt with in a much more uh, calmer manner. But right, right. That's, hey. uh, that's CTV for you, yeah, you know. Things happen. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, not to continue with, with, with controversial subjects, but I just got one more thing that I wanted to ask you mm -hmm. about. Earlier this year, it was announced that your guitarist, Jess, was joining El Nino. 
but uh-huh. shortly after that announcement, a dispute was arose about the status of other members in the band. Mm-hmm. And I understand that you probably can't talk about that because of all of the legal stuff that's going on <laughs> with with that situation right now. My question for you is that once that's sorted, if, if it turns out that he's still in El Nino come the resolution of that situation, will he be able to play in both bands or will there not... Because El Nino's kind of a big band. That, not that you guys aren't, but, you know... The, the, yeah. Sometimes being in, in more than one band at a time is a bitch when it comes to scheduling. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely, man, definitely. I mean, honestly, dude, we we, we, had, we had talked, you know, Jesse kind of, you know, he, he brought this up to us, and we're like, dude, yeah, I mean, you know, we were like, we were supportive, you know, because at the time, again, it was, you know, we were at a dormant stage, you know, we were pretty stagnant. I was, you know, I was at home doing the daddy thing, and so he was like, yeah, I think I might pick this gig up, and we were like, cool dude you know just as long as it doesn't interfere with you know sons it's cool he's like yeah yeah yeah. no it won't do and then that's when that whole thing happened uh you know we started seeing these headlines and and whatnot and after that we i just didn't really talk about it much anymore right. and honestly he hasn't really brought it up right you know since that happened so i really don't know uh his affiliation with them anymore i don't know if it's still going on i don't know what's happening so yeah, that's probably something you know I gotta ask him about. But it, it looks like nothing's happening right now. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, and, the last uh, the last thing I read about it was that you know there was lawsuits and stuff. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and that's I'm pretty sure that's a whole other you know it's a sticky situation, man. I just I don't really know much of the details. Yeah. And uh, and honestly, I haven't really asked yeah. Jess about it. Um, but yeah, I guess that's something I have to fucking that we should probably talk about because I don't know. I don't know if he's got any plans in the future, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, for now, you know, it, it looks like nothing's happening right. as of now, you know. So, right. but yeah, dude, fuck, I forgot about that shit. <laughs> God damn, it's a pity too, man, because they're they're one of my favorite. They've been one of my favorite bands since high school. Yeah, and dude, then even yeah. even I mean, and then even when you know they they put up that post, they're like, "Here's our new lineup." I was like, "Fuck, man!" Like even these new people. Like, like before knowing whatever, you know, before everybody else came back and said, hey, well, we didn't really leave the band. Like, just seeing who the new guys were like, I was like, well, I like all those fucking bands, too. Yeah. Like, so this should be cool. Yeah. You know, but. It was weird, man. I don't know what the, f- yeah. Like, so they announced the, you know, that Jess was in it, as well as other friends of ours. Mm-hmm. Marcus from uh, Shattered, Sun. Shattered Sun. And they're from, like, kind of like our part of the, our neck of the woods. But, uh, but yeah. And then I saw this, this whole, like, resurgence of, like. Uh, just I guess the former members, right? Former well, members, yeah, were like, like the, the 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 singer and uh, the I don't know what other like, guitarist guitar or something. Player, yeah. They were like, "Hey, we we didn't quit or were kicked out, and we still own that." What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> yeah, I was like, dude, I don't know what the fuck's <laughs> happening here, but yeah, dude, that's so fucking. I don't know, man. Hopefully, they figure this shit out. I mean, it it it's funny. I wanted to have a, a sort of uh, an episode. From time to time, when I don't, when I can't land interviews with musicians such as yourself, sometimes I'll do podcast episodes with oh, sure. some friends. We just bullshit about a subject, and I had actually yeah. was trying to get some people together to talk about this this thing that seems to be happening in music a lot more lately, where you get these disputes between band members, and then you get two versions of the same band. You know, you get two versions of Rat, you get two versions of Queensrÿche. Yeah, you know, now there might be two versions of Il Nino. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, dude. I don't know, man. I don't know if that'll happen. I just fuck. I don't. I don't know any fucking details, man. Shit. (laughs) God damn. 
but uh, that's all right, man. Um, like I said, I was mostly, you know, like I said, even if you did know, I'm sure you probably couldn't talk about it. I was just wondering how that would impact. Like I said, if if it all comes down and and then and they say, okay, Jess is still in El Nino, mm-hmm. like you know, how would that work between the two bands? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure we'll figure. We'd, we'd probably figured it out. It will probably figure it out. Jesus Christ, sorry. <laughs> okay. Too much caffeine. There's something. There's something in the air, man. I stuttered at the shit, beginning. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, shit. Uh, I'm sure. Oh, well, like you know, the, with Mark Morton as well. Like I've always told him, look, man. I, you know, he goes, dude. I don't, I'll never fucking take you away from Sons of Texas. Like you do your thing. I know you. You know, you're still trying to break the band. You know, fucking get out there and fucking grind it out, man. And so we all kind of. It's a general consensus, man, that you know, Sons of Texas takes precedence and. You know, it's our baby, man. Yeah. You know, it's it's what we what we want to do, what we love, and uh, yeah, it'll always take precedence, man, no matter what. Well, you know? That's fair enough. So, the next question is this: I ask this of everybody that's that's ever been on the show, sort of the signature question of the show, and that is, what are your thoughts on the current state of where the music industry is, especially especially in relation to like fans of music? Because I've noticed as the years go on that fans don't really buy music as much anymore. Everybody, you know, although illegal downloading has sort of gone away, people still do that. Or they say, oh, well, I'll do the Spotify thing. Why do I I have to buy the music? You know, bands make... I'm so sorry, dude. Sorry about that. That's all right. Bands bands make all their money at the shows anyway. Why do I have to buy the music? Yeah. And so I was wondering how you feel about sort of that that attitude and where and in general where the industry has been going over the oh, last shit, few man. years. I mean, yeah, it looks like it looks like uh, you know just streaming is just is, has taken over, man. And it's so fucking weird. Like uh, I think our former manager was even talking about, man, you know, in the next decade or so, I don't think records will be a thing. You know, you'll just put out singles. Like, right, just fucking, right, right. Just songs like that. And it's like, it's just weird to me, man. Um, but honestly, bro, every, every fucking show we do, every uh, fan that we, that, that we connect with, man, they've always, they've always, like, gone out there, supported our, you know, whether it's downloaded or not, dude, they've always gone out. Uh, bought the t-shirts, bought the fucking, you know, the stickers, uh, anything they could possibly do to support the band. And a lot of them have bought the record. And even, you know, we still have physical copies. Right, right. They'll go out there and they'll fucking, you know, they'll spend a buck on, on one or two CDs just to have a tangible copy for us to, like, fucking sign. Right, right. For them to fucking put up. And I don't even think they fucking listen to CDs anymore. They just want some something tangible to fucking to commemorate, you yeah. know, just being there at the show. So, uh, you know, I know the fucking streaming has taken over, man, but I mean, honestly, a, a true fan is a true fan, man. They'll fucking come out and they'll support in any way fucking possible. And shit, I mean, you're, you'll see it tonight, man. We have, we have several friends coming out that have supported the band since, you know, fucking three, four years ago. And they'll be here fucking, I don't know if, if it's going to be a packed house or not. Most likely not, mm. but... I mean, it is a Tuesday. Uh, yeah, of, of <laughs> course, right? But uh, but I know that our friends, you know, our very close friends and click will be here, and they'll be shit, man. That's all that matters to us, man. You know what I mean? It's like, um, fuck, man. The the people that we have as fans, they're so fucking loyal, and so diehard, and just fucking so oh, fuck, man. I, we we love them, man. We love them to death, you know. And a lot of these fans have put us up, you know, to fucking to stay at their place, like right, right. Oh, man, it's it's unbelievable, man. It's we're blessed. We're blessed, man, to have so many fucking like supportive fucking people out there. In fact, 
Uh, last night, we stayed with this dude, John Carano. He'll be out here tonight. And we're staying with him again tonight, man. Just, you know, saving a buck on, on a hotel room. Right, you know right, I mean? right. It helps. You know, yeah. it really fucking helps, man. So, yeah. Uh, shit, I don't even know if I answered your fucking question. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, yeah, the streaming, you know, it is what it is, man. It's it's the new wave of fucking listening to music now. and But, uh, but still, you know, if a fan is a true fan, they're going to find a way to fucking get out and support, man. No matter what. No matter fucking what, dude. So, yeah, that's my All that's right. my take on it. <laughs> so, you guys are on tour right now. This is a headlining tour. Uh, and then you're going to be playing some shows near the end of the month with Flaw in September morning. Flaw. And then in September, you guys are playing some shows with Fozzie. What, uh, what's next? I mean, is there anything in between? There's some stuff that, I mean, uh, it's up in the air still. Right. You know what I mean? It's, we haven't really landed anything. But it's up in the air. We're trying to work stuff out uh, for future tours. But, you know, our fucking, uh, our booking agent really hasn't gotten back to us. We haven't really looked that far into the future yet, but there are, you know, I guess there's been offers and, uh, we're just, we're, we're waiting, man. It'll, it'll take a, it'll take a couple of weeks to kind of, uh, to lock it in right. and to, uh, to land those, those tours, but, uh, everything is still up in the air. So yeah, I can't really say much about it because it's like. You know, yeah, it's not for not, sure. We're not sure yet. That's fine. But, <laughs> but yeah, and, and, we're trying. We're, we're trying to keep busy, keep active, keep on the road for the rest of the year, man. Definitely, uh, and as well as you know, working on these new songs. Right, right. All right. Well, that's excellent. That's that's all I've got for you. And I want to thank you okay, for being man, on the show. Thank you, brother. I appreciate right. it, man.
And from the album Forged by Fortitude, that was Sons of Texas with the song Down in the Trenches. I want to thank Mark Morales for being on the show once again. Great fucking dude. It was a great night. Uh, and it was cool to hear about all the all you know all of the goings on with the band as well as everything that he's been doing with uh, with Mark Morton from Lamb of God. So keep an eye out for uh, more tour dates from Sons of Texas as well as hopefully some new music by the end of the year. Uh, you can follow Sons of Texas on social media. They can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Sons of Texas and on Facebook at Sons of Texas Music. You can also follow Mark Morales on Instagram at markmorales222. Uh, you can also follow J Bunny's Music Hub podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon. Uh, uh, don't have any other social media, but if they invent it, I'll sign up if you'll fucking follow me. Uh, don't forget also, as you heard at the start of the show, Club Kayfabe Creative Community. You can find them on Facebook... YouTube and Twitch and also guys don't forget if you support buying music like I do follow Industry Embers on Facebook and Twitter at Industry Embers and tweet or post your music purchases with the hashtag buy music B-U-Y or it's buy music B-Y-E now as far as what's next for the show I have good news after after a June that was non-existent for us, I actually have another episode already ready to go for you guys. Two in a row, two days in a row. And since it's already done, I can tell you who it's with. Uh, the next episode is going to be an interview with Ron Underwood from the band Nine Electric and formerly Opiate for the Masses. So uh, keep an eye and an ear out for that in about a week. I don't have anything else for July as far as I know at the moment. I do have a potential interview scheduled for early August. Uh, we've got the New York Renaissance Fair coming up, so we'll see if there's any musical acts again this year that I uh, can get on the show. And uh, that's about it. I got some feelers out. We'll see what happens. Still working on Jay Bunny Fest. Uh, going to see what we can figure out with that. Got to start promoting that soon because October's not that far away in the uh, grand scheme of booking a show and trying to promote it so people actually show up. So keep an eye out for that soon. I, I'm hoping that we have news very, like an announcement very soon on, on that. Um, and, uh, and that's it for now. I'm going to leave you guys with another song by Sons of Texas from the album Forged by Fortitude. This is the second song off of the album. This is Feed the Need. Until next time, guys.